come to this happy place. Welcome. Please stand clear of the doors. For So today on Miles from Main Street, we're talking about Animal Kingdom, and we're talking about whether you should go to Animal Kingdom. Now, you may realize this is not Mikhailo. Well, Mikhailo, unfortunately, has been down and out with some COVID. He's doing just fine, but as he has been telling me, his voice is terrible. So I'm here with my son, Jacob, and he's going to help me out today. Glad to be here. So... Jacob, um, Animal Kingdom, a lot of people look at this as a half-day park. I feel like this is a full-day park. Now, they do close early, so it's nice to have some plans at the end of your day, but it's great to have a whole day to explore there because that's what this park is. This is a discovery park, something that you're going to want to go exploring. You're not going to want to just run in, do a bunch of rides and run out. You want to get in there and do you know, as much as possible. It can be a very relaxing park because there's not as many rides to do. So you don't have to run all over the place. Uh, the last time that we were down at Disney, which was 2021, we had spent some time at Animal Kingdom and we actually got a park hopper and hopped out of there because we were only in the parks for three days that day and we wanted to make sure that we could get over to Epcot. So we um, hopped over at about one o'clock and we were able to get most of the stuff done. So bam, half day park. But I'll tell you, I missed doing a lot of the things in the park that is worth doing there. Yeah, that's one thing. Um, I really did not like having to miss all of what it had to offer. Uh, sure, we did all the rides, but I feel like I didn't really get enough time to enjoy them as they were meant to be enjoyed. I can understand that. Um, the you know we did get to hit a lot of things though, and you know when you're hopping out of there at one o'clock, it you can really get um, some good stuff done there. So as part of that, I did enjoy going out and getting um, breakfast and getting to sit along the river. Um, there's a great spot right across from the Feathered Friends in Flight uh, bird show back in Anandapur, the Asia area at the back of the park. There's a great spot there that you can sit and watch uh, the boats go by. Um, and so we grabbed some breakfast and sat back there, and, and that was really relaxing. Um, you know, we I think we hit everything. We did the river ride. At, we did both rides at Pandora, right? And then we hit... Um, we hit the safari. We did uh, Expedition Everest. Um, I think we even hit Dinosaur, maybe. Maybe we skipped Dinosaur. Yeah, I guess we did skip Dinosaur. So um, we did get in pretty much everything that you would want to do. I think Dinosaur, for some people, can be a skippable ride. Um, we had just been there two years prior and had done it, so the kids were kind of, yeah, let's skip that this time around and go over to Epcot. So um, now back to those items that we missed uh, that we didn't get to do. You know, there's a lot of great shows. There's the Feathered Friends in Flight, which I had mentioned. Uh, 
There is the Finding Nemo show, which right now is not playing, but it is planned to be coming back very soon. There's a Festival of the Lion King, which very soon that is going to be back as its full show. It's not just the celebration of anymore. So that's exciting. Um, that Those two shows, Finding Nemo and the Festival of the Lion King, are two shows that are not something you should miss. Uh, Festival of the Lion King is definitely looked at as the best show on property, if not one of the best. But yeah, um, you should definitely go check those out while you're there. And, you know, there's also It's Tough to Be a Bug, which is a lot of fun. Uh, it might get some of your kids upset because it can get scary in there with some of those bugs but um it's it's a fun it's a fun show so those are the some of the things that are kind of forefront that you'll see that you gotta definitely spend time doing uh one of the things that they've added in also is kite tails i have not been able to uh see this yet but it's had some really great reviews this is where they're out on the jet skis on the water and they pull these giant uh kites and balloons behind them um you know they have baloo they have simba you know it's a it's a great show a lot of people have been really enjoying it man i really want to see that i haven't heard of that yet it's pretty cool like and then when they're done they crash into the stands like and everyone was like what the heck is going on but that's part of the show um so yeah it's something that you definitely want to go check out so now uh you've done the shows you've done the rides pandora you could spend half a day in yourself um exploring looking for all the little details they've added in there's a lot of great stuff in there that you can find um, related to the Pandora movie, the you know Avatar movies, I should say. So definitely spend some time checking that out. Um, they've got a drumming thing that uh, my kids really love doing when we went, and you know the shopping can be fun. That you can pick out your own banshee to take home. Um, they've got a lot of you know interesting things with that. Um, they had an, you know, they had this make your own action figure. Like it would actually look like you, um, as one of the Navi people. And I thought that was really cool. Um, I did not do it though. I thought that was something that would be worth doing, but, uh, we chose to spend our money on Banshees at that time. Haven't brought that, um, action figure thing back yet though. So Pandora alone, right now, a lot of people tell you that the safari is something you should do in the morning because these uh, animals are going to be more active. And that's true. They're coming out of their cages. They're just getting up for the day. They're checking out what may have changed in their surroundings overnight. Um, and it's it, they, they are moving around a little more. So you might be able to see more activity. Um, but going back during the day... You can also see more animals during the day, too. In fact, Touring Plans, they actually went out and did a survey of how many animals they saw. They, they counted animals. And I think what they found is that they saw the same number of animals any time of the day. The difference is, is how active they are. And I think you're going to find active animals more in the morning. Um, so definitely go ahead and, and check that out multiple times a day. I've heard great things about doing it at night. If you can do a, 
Safari right at the end of the day. Those have been really good. Um, but be sure you check when the Safari closes because they typically close an hour before the park closes. So, um, you know, you can spend a lot of time just at the Safari. I actually disagree on that one. I don't think you should go to the Safari at night because you have to see Pandora at night. Um, we went there at night right before we hopped over to Epcot and it was getting a little dark out. And I just remember seeing all of the glowing lights starting to shine up. My my knife was going around because <laughs> I had I had a little knife that I bought and I was very happy about that. I bought that with a pair of uh, ears. But it is probably one of the most beautiful parts of the park is Pandora at night. Definitely, I would agree with that. That is something that you need to do as well is finish your day in Pandora. Um, and you can do both. You know, uh, Animal Kingdom is pretty much a 7 or 8 o'clock type of close for their park. So to be there at, you know, park close, catch that last safari before they close, and then you can head over to Pandora and finish up over there, which, yes, Pandora at night is something you have to experience. It's wonderful. Um, heading back over to the safari, though, um, you have some adventure trails. You have the Gorilla Falls Trail right there near the exit of the safari. And you need to definitely go check that out. You're going to see hippos swimming from underneath. You know, like, I'm sure you've been to your zoo where you've seen, like, a panel of glass with water, like, up against it. And you can see under the water then. Um, they do that with the hippos there. I think that's pretty cool. Um so definitely go check that out. And then they finish with these gorillas. And it seems like they always have a, like a baby gorilla in there. And the baby's always busy doing something. Um, they're hilarious to f see. <laughs> right? Like I'm looking over at Jacob and he's just laughing away right now. Like we've seen some pretty funny stuff with these um, these these gorillas. Uh, you know, one thing you can do is go check out uh, the magic of Animal Kingdom on Disney+. Plus. And it's, it's really funny. They have um, a story in there about the gorillas, how they'll put uh, blankets out for them. And it's one of the things that they'll use as like enrichment, something to keep them interested and busy during the day. And uh, part of the video I remember there is that they have these blankets out and one of the little kids will come and like steal the blanket away from dad and go running off with it. And they'll chase each other. And it's really funny. So... Go check out that video or that, that series. It's a good series on, on Disney+. Plus, and I've been seeing that they are currently filming season two. So that is awesome. I'm, I can't wait to see that come out. Um, but yeah, check out Gorilla Falls Trail. It's a great walking trail. It's not real long. There's a, some educational moments in there. Uh, if you're aware of, and this is another thing you can do, which we haven't really done, but... Um, you can get discovery badges. I'm have yeah. So my son has done it a little bit, but um, they'll have cast members with information about a certain animal in different areas, and you'll take a little quiz. And when you do that, you get a badge, um, and you have a booklet that you can go through, and you kind of then that badge is basically a sticker that you put in your book. It's a great thing to do with your kids. A very enjoyable thing to do. Um, and they they can really learn a lot. They always have some great trivia question to ask. 
Um, and Jacob's always been really interested in things like this. So he was able to spend time doing that. Um, and he made a stop a few times. Animals are very much so a big part of my life. And, and so I would literally force them to stop just so I can get a little sticker in my booklet and learn about just, they'll have some fossils laying out of the animal and I'll force them to stop it. And I remember my sister is getting so angry at me because they're always just go, 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 go. And uh, I'd like to stop and take the time. And I remember looking back one point at this past trip and seeing my dad get like laughing while my mom was a little irritated. Yeah. Now, like this is definitely a park that you can, you know, slow down, take your time and do this activity like there's a they're all over the place they're in pandora they're in this walking trail they're in other walking trails they're just over in dino land you can find them um so definitely go try that out check it out and get a few badges along the way you can always bring the book back on your next trip and do the next one so the next trail is the maharaja jungle trek now this is one of them that was the first time i went this was one of the trails that I had to do because I was with my wife, my new wife. I was on my honeymoon. Um, and we had to go and um, see these tigers because tigers are one of her favorite things. And it was definitely worth it. Uh, they do a lot of enrichment there. You know, one of the things that Disney understands is that people don't want to walk in and just see animals laying around sleeping. Um, so they're going to do things that will keep them up and moving about and doing stuff. Um, so they, you know, definitely check that out. Uh, you can, whenever you go into these places, they're going to be busy doing things. Um, so when we saw the tigers, they had a ball and they were playing around almost like a, like a cat. Like you want to go and rub its belly and, you know, and get your hand cut off. But um, <laughs> <laughs> something to go check out though and, and see that. Uh, it's been a while since I've done that track, that uh, walking trail, and I can't remember everything that's in there. I believe that is the trail that has a mural set up with um, like a picture of Joe Rody. Joe Rody's the Imagineer that was kind of like the head of of Imagineering and, and took on the design of this entire park, which is another show all of an all in itself. But we, you know, another day, another podcast, right? So, yes, walking trails are going to keep you busy. They're going to have these great-looking animals. You know, I, I struggle with this. Disney, when they first opened the park, part of their marketing scheme was it's not a zoo. <laughs> it, it kind of is a zoo with rides, right? But what they do and what they're teaching you um, really does kind of make it more than a zoo. You know, I would say it's more than a zoo. Uh, you have a lot of different things you can do that you wouldn't really be able to do at a zoo. Um, and I'm not talking about the rides. I'm not talking about the food. I'm, you know, I'm not talking about those types of things. What I'm talking about is like you have backstage um, tours you can do. We almost did the Caring for Giants, which allows you to go see elephants and rhinos and we should have done that. There is the Wild Africa Trek, which is something that takes you like zip lining through the safari area on a big truck ride. You get to spend much more time out on that savanna seeing those animals. 
Um, it so you know like there's there's a lot of things that go on that allow you to spend time there that's more than a zoo. Um, so definitely go back um, and check that out when you have time. Um, now I said it's a relaxing park, right? And all I've said is like you got to go and check out this and you got to go check out that. So one of the things if you guys watch allears.net molly on there is one of the most popular uh youtube people right now um and if you go watch her one of her favorite things to do is um get a coffee at starbucks which i'll tell you right now i'm not drinking starbucks while i'm at disney world it's joffrey's all the way so go get your joffrey's people (laughs) um so yeah go you go get a coffee, and then you go to the exit of It's Tough to Be a Bug, and it's right back on the river. There's a waterfall near there. You can watch flotillas go by. It's very relaxing because nobody's back there. The only time people is, are back there is when somebody comes out of It's a Tough to Be a Bug. Um, so go check that out. That's a nice place to relax. Um, and then while you're back there, when you finished your coffee, or even if you haven't, wander around back there because there's a bunch of trails that allow you to get up nice and close to the tree of life and you can see all the different carvings that they've done you know and i mean to watch the video i think believe it was on the imagineering story that they showed how this tree was done right like they had six to eight hours to finish these carvings before the concrete would dry that's not a lot of time to get the detail that they put into these darn carvings. So definitely go check that out. Like be in awe, right? <laughs> like I think that's so cool. Um, so it's definitely a relaxing walk. There's not a lot of people in there. You can um, get real up close to the to the tree. You can see all these great carvings. Pick out your favorite animal. Um, and it goes like pretty much all the way around the tree. So Definitely something you're going to want to go do there. Um, There are benches along the way. There's some waterfalls along the way. So you can stop and relax and take it all in. Um, And that's what this park is, right? Like, that's what this is. This is a relaxing park that allows you to slow down a little bit. You don't have to run from ride to ride. You don't. Okay, you do. You do have to rope drop Flight of Passage. With the addition of Genie Plus, it's become something that you're probably going to want to get there early in the morning or pay for because that's the ride that everyone wants to be on. So you're going to have to spend the money. Um, and a lot of people will try to go at the end of the day, like be the last one on the ride, try to save that weight. Um, yeah, everyone's doing that right now. So the wait's going to be long anyway at the end of the day. Now, I'd rather spend my time waiting when the park's not open, which is why... I will try to get there an hour early and rope drop that. Um, The nice thing about doing that, if you do it in the morning, you get right in, you get on the ride, you get off, and you're done. Like That's the only thing you need to worry about. You don't have to then run all over the place. You can take your time and go through the rest of the park. Um, So... Yeah, it's a relaxing park. This park is a very nice, relaxing park. It is very relaxing, but there is, I think, one other ride that I think we should rope drop next time, and that would be Expedition Everest. Well, you can. You can. 
I, I don't have a problem with that. I think that rope dropping that might be a waste though. Um, the, the wait at Expedition Everest does, doesn't get that long. If you're going to rope drop anything other than Flight of Passage, it's got to be the Safari. Because the Safari is going to have a nice long wait. And a lot of times it's not because of Genie Plus or the amount of people standing in line. It's because there's an animal standing in front of a truck. And it stops the entire operation down. So, <laughs> um, you know, it. and to each his own, you may, I mean, if you definitely want to get on Expedition Everest, that's your rope drop ride, do it. Definitely do it. Don't wait. Don't waste your time on anything else. That's the one you want to do. You do it. Um, definitely, you know, that first hour in the park can be done. I mean, and if you really want to get down to business, as Mulan saying, well, not Mulan, but um, if you really want to get down to it, like everyone's going to go run for Flight of Passage. You can get done Dinosaur, Expedition Everest, uh, you could probably then run over to the um, to the safari. You're shaking your head at me. I am because I feel like that would be a waste. So when you rope drop Flight of Passage, it is one of those rides where you need to rope drop it, right? But I'd rather not just get Dinosaur and all that out of the way because a big thing with all Disney rides and especially Animal Kingdom is the detail they put in the wait line. And that's why I kind of regret saying you should rope, dry, uh, rope drop Expedition Everest because they have so much detail put into the wait line. And that is one of my favorite things to look for. Okay, but if you're rope dropping, um, flight, well, if you're in line of Flight of Passage, right, you're going to sit in all of that detail, aren't you? Personal opinion, um, it's not really a ride with a lot of detail. There, there are a lot of different chambers, but when you start getting to towards the actual ride, it's just a long hallway with steel walls. And I like to be fully immersed through the entire way and seeing the different test tubes, like seeing the Navi floating in there and seeing the different uh, like voice-activated, uh, I think, plants are in a test tube where they pick up on sound waves and they'll, they'll essentially dance for you. Uh, I love walking to there, but it just kind of ruins it for me when you get towards the end and you're still waiting there for like 10 minutes. It's just a steel wall. I can understand that. It It is a long, a long wait to have to go through there. Um, you know, the other thing is with Expedition Everest, it's nice to have a little bit of time to look at the detail within that queue, right? That queue is the one that got me hook, line, and sinker. I think I've told this story on the show before, but for anyone that's new, I'll tell it one more time. The first time I was in this queue line, we're, you know, standing in line walking through and I'm just like pouring over there in the queue. There's one point that it's like a museum and they're trying to show you all this documentation of the Yeti and how they've seen a Yeti or, or discovered pieces of a Yeti. Um, whether it's a footprint or droppings or something along those lines, right? Uh, pictures. And I'll tell you, by the time I got through that line, <laughs> I 
thought that there really was a Yeti. Like they had me convinced that we had a Yeti and I needed to go to, I don't know, where are they? They were over in Kathmandu or something. I don't know. But anyway, um, you know, I needed to go searching for this Yeti as well. Um, but then, you know, you go on the ride and the Yeti scares you and, and you're over it. But anyway, I, to this day, can still feel how blown away I was by that. And that was kind of one of those moments that it's like, wow, Disney does have a lot of magic. I need to pay attention to more of this. I need to find more, right? Um, this, so that's what this park is though. Like you need to spend time discovering and exploring. You know, one of the things that I think a lot of people skip is right at the front of the park because you're running to your first ride. There's a, it's called the Oasis. Now, if you think about the Magic Kingdom or Epcot or with Hollywood Studios, there's a straight shot in, right? Like Epcot, it's pretty much a straight shot in. You have to walk around uh, Spaceship Earth, but it's a straight shot in. And when you're walking straight in, you can go right to where you want to go and you have no issues. Um, This one, if you guys think about it, the first thing that happens uh, right after you've scanned your magic band, your phone, whatever it may be, the first thing that happens is that you have um, a choice. Do I go left or right? Well, and to be honest, if you've never been there, it doesn't matter because it comes out at the same side. But So why do they do that? Well, they do that because they want you to set your mind up to slow down and to explore And this oasis has a lot of animals that you can see along the way um, and a lot of different things that, and it kind of curves like a figure eight, like the eight doesn't come together in the middle, um, but it kind of goes like a figure eight type of thing, whether you go right or left. So that, you know, it's, it tries to get you to slow down and think about discovery, explore, exploration. What can I learn about these animals? So, um. You know, take your time in that oasis. Like, I try to do that. I think one trip we even actually, like, went running in, did our thing, and then we went back to the oasis and kind of looked around a little bit. And I don't remember which trip that was. Um, Jacob's kind of looking at me confused, so <laughs> I thought I'd help him with that. But, um, you know, like, these are the things they're trying to do. They don't care about that at Magic Kingdom. They know you're there for all the rides. They want to get you in, but... They want you to slow down at Animal Kingdom and take your time and and see things. Slowing down is probably one of the best things you can do in this park. With, I think, over f- around 500 acres being the biggest park in uh, the entirety of Disney World. It is definitely a place where you need to slow down, check out all the animals, especially take the trails. The trails, for me, is a big one. Um... But something we didn't get to is one of my favorite things to do at Animal Kingdom is actually the character interactions. Some one of my favorite memories from Animal Kingdom is I w- we we walked up and we saw the Tree of Life and it was big, amazing, beautiful with all the different carvings and we wanted to take a picture, you know, take a photo op there with um I forget what you call it, but um 
we were going to take a picture there and unbeknownst to us while the man's taking our picture we see kevin behind us he photobombed our picture and then started messing with my dad's hat it was funny because i'm like what is going on i hear all these people kind of giggling around us and i had seen him come her seen her come out at one point and i i just like i had seen pictures kind of like that but i didn't expect it to happen so we were just up front taking pictures in front of the tree of life like you would in front of the castle or whatever um and he she came over and photobombed us and i kept like smiling at the camera like I don't know what's happening right now. And then finally everyone else had like broke and they're looking up at Kevin. And I just thought it was like awesome. Yeah, it was so good. Uh, another one was near Dinoland where we saw Launchpad. And that was, if not is, my favorite character interaction to this day. He was the best. He was just fully immersed. He had like a push-up competition with somebody before we got up there. He was he was like swooning over all the ladies. He was showing off to everyone. He was so much fun. He was so much fun and he kept messing with me and my dad. And um yeah, he was great. He uh you know, you can get a lot of great interactions like that all over the resort, but those were two really great ones that stand out to us. Um you know, and those are things you want to take time for as well is meeting these different characters and as things are opening back up and you know we've said character hugs are back and it, it's still limited as how many they're doing with that um you know these interactions are going to get better as we go i did see kevin about two weeks ago started walking around the park again which is great it's great to have that interaction back have those roaming characters back um so you know this is definitely a park that is worth going to I don't think you should look at this as a park that you should get in and get out and move on to something else. This is something you want to take your time. Um, you know, you put on 15,000 steps in any of these parks and you might do that in this park as well, but why be exhausted after this one? You can take your time. They got plenty of spots to catch some shade, get a drink, um, enjoy a turkey leg you know there's a lot of great places there to do that and you know if you even want to there's um, the lounge nomad lounge which is at the entrance to pandora um, great place to stop uh, i've heard i have not been there but i've heard so definitely spend some time doing that um, taking your time and enjoying the park i don't know that i need a hopper when i'm there a hopper pass i don't typically do that on our last trip we felt like it was necessary just so we could see four parks in three days but um i don't normally do that i don't think it's necessary so jacob before we started recording was saying that he has been into a lot of factoids and tidbits and little details some of the stuff that i get into too um so he was kind of rattling off a few things and i'm going oh yeah i know that oh yeah i know that but maybe you guys don't. So, uh, Jacob, why don't you give us a couple? All right. So this is really why I got on this show today. All right. So one of my favorite factoids uh, is when you go into Dinosaur, which used to be called Countdown to Extinction. Uh, now, Countdown to Extinction was actually sponsored by McDonald's. And 
although a lot of that was kind of renovated and torn up, um, there are a couple things that McDonald's still has in there. Like when you walk in there and you're waiting in the queue, you will see a red, yellow, and white pipe going around with the chemical formula for ketchup, mustard, and mayonnaise on it. And I think that's pretty cool because I am not only a nerd, but I'm a chemistry nerd. <laughs> Another one is, I have a couple for Safari. So we're going to go over to the Safari. And one is uh, a couple ways on how they actually keep the animals active and out. And that is when the lions are out, they'll sit up on Pride Walk, which is actually air conditioned for them. So they, they have different pipes going through the rock that keeps it slightly cooler. So they're sitting up there still. And this one's probably plain obvious, but they'll actually leave some treats around and they'll have different feeders go around through trees like the um, they have concrete trees out there that they'll have feeders in there, usually going down from a dead branch or something. And I think that's pretty cool. Uh, when you go and see the flamingos on the safari, they will be standing on their own little island, and that island is actually a hidden Mickey. Let's see. Another one is over in Dinoland, where it might not seem like a lot more of sort of a kid's section, I guess, but they have signs all over labeled 498 to represent that the park was made in 1998 and came out in April. So those are a couple facts that I know. Thanks, Jacob. I'm going to add on to your 498. Um, in case you're just for a little background information, the uh, the Dino Land area is kind of like a roadside attraction. Think about maybe like Route 66 type of stuff. And um, the highway is then named 498, which um, it was opened on April 22nd, 1998, which is which day every year? Earth Day. That is Earth Day. So I think that's pretty cool. One of the, I'll leave you guys with this. When you are there, they do have a conservation fund. Uh, you can get a button for a, any donation of at least a dollar. Um, it's a pretty good, um, cheap little souvenir to take home with you if you want to do that. Uh, and they do, you know, use some of the money they've made there to go to their con conservation fund uh, to help animals all over the world. So pretty awesome, I think. So, you guys, uh, that's all we got this week. But if you've enjoyed the show, we'd love it if you'd share this show with your friends and others. Um, and, you know, check out the, the website, www.milesfrommainstreet.com. We'll see you next time on Miles from Main Street. <laughs> <laughs>